Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. You are now listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. This week, I am joined by a comedian, a presenter, a podcaster, and just genuinely one of the funniest people I think I have ever seen in my entire life. Just absolutely brilliant. Please welcome to the show, the one and only Lee Peart. Hello. Oh, hi. Thank you so much. What a lovely welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I, I'm I'm very excited to uh, pick your brain about music a little bit. So tell me, what is the last song that you listened to? Um, well, it was actually about 10 minutes ago uh, of the time of this recording. And um, it was the song, I believe, from the musical, uh, The Book of Mormon. Nice. Um, I often have my playlist like on a shuffle. So on my... Uh, on my Spotify, I, I will sometimes just have loads of liked songs and it will come on shuffle. And um, and yeah, that was the uh, that was the one that's just been on about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Who is an artist uh, that you feel like everybody should be listening to? Um, well, I. I personally am going to say, which is a bit of a rogue one, it's sticking slightly to the musical uh, theme, Ben Platt. I really like an artist called Ben Platt, and I feel like he doesn't have the recognition or the the huge recognition that I think he deserves. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to say Ben Platt, and I'm sure he will crop up a few times in a few of these answers, but uh, (laughs) Ben Platt, everyone needs to go and listen to him immediately. I... I agree. And I feel like more people know him as kind of an actor than they do as a musician. And he's he's been on Broadway. And so, yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So taking it back a little bit, uh, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Um. Oh, God, I mean my memory I think is getting worse and worse and worse and I don't I don't have a specific first song that I remember hearing but one of my big memories of being a child 
would be going um, on, getting in the car as a family and going to like visit friends who lived out of town. And um, I just seem to, re- I, the, the one thing that comes to mind is the Boomtown Rats tell me why I don't like Mondays. <laughs> um, and I think it's because my mum and dad used to always play it. Um, or it was on like a tape. It was back in the day where it was like a tape and it was kind of part of this mixtape or whatever. And um, and so I'm going to say that. I'm going to say, you know, tell me why. And, and that one, because um, that's the one that I think, I think there's certainly some sort of core memory attached to that song, but I don't really know what the memory is, but I just seem to have some sort of like emotional response to that song in a kind of nostalgic way. So I'm going to say that. Nice. What is the song that uh, you always put on when you're in your feelings? Oh, well, how long have you got, Greg? Honestly, <laughs> I've um, got all afternoon for you. <laughs> I would say, I mean, it's cliche, but I would say it's Adele, someone like you. Um, and I actually taught myself how to play that on piano. So um I, I, I didn't even know how to play piano, but I bought, I basically woke up hungover once one New Year's Eve, uh, one New Year's Day, terribly hungover. And I was like, I'm going to sort my life out. <laughs> and I decided to buy a keyboard and um, I basically read in GQ magazine. It said, learn a few songs on piano. And then if you're ever at a like party or whatever, and there's a p- piano there, you can go on the piano, just play the song perfectly. And then when everyone's like, play another, you could be like humble and be like, oh, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> and like, everyone just thinks you can play piano. So um, someone like you, it's pretty easy. And I learned that so often, like when I was going through heartbreak, actually, my best friends would come round, and we used to just play someone like you on piano and just sing it at the top of our lungs. So I, I think, I think it's a cliche, but it's definitely got to be that Adele. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. I love that. <laughs> so on the flip side of that, then uh, what's the song that always puts you in a good mood? Well, do you know, it's funny because I'm quite morbid. Um, so like I I enjoy sad songs, even like they'll often make me go in a good mood as well. But um, oh, what's one that puts me in a good mood? I would say, um, man, I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. When that when that music hits that you can't you can't not dance to that. Or even that don't impress me much, actually. I kind of think I prefer that one. Um, maybe that don't impress me much. That puts me in a good mood. What What is the song um, that you feel like best summarizes what love is? Um, well, we're going back to Ben Platt, um, who is an incredible lyricist I mean he's an incredible singer and he's an incredible um, musician but also like his lyrics are amazing and um, he has a song called Ease My Mind and um, the lyrics in it there's you know there's a lyric where it's like only you can ease my mind and I, I really think it's kind of simple in the way that uh, you that, that that that's kind of what love is like, you know, if you're in love with someone, you just want to share the best and the worst with them. 
Um, so whether you're like hyperactively just like wanting to do something or whatever, or you're like got severe anxiety, that person can ease you in whichever way, shape or form. So I'm going to choose Ben Platt, Ease My Mind, and hopefully people will go and listen to that song because it's a gorgeous song. I like that. And I have just realized that I skipped a question. I, I, so... I was quite, I was, I was like, I was like, I'm happy for you to skip that one because there's so many I sing in the shower. So what is your favorite song to sing in the shower? Well, at the minute, we're going back to Adele here. I, I mean, I need to broaden my musical taste, I think, because it's just Adele and Ben Platt so far and the odd bit of Shania Twain. But um, one of my favorite Adele songs, I, by the way, I'm obsessed with Adele. Like, she is my number one. And um, and I think it's I Drink Wine from her latest album, uh, 30. And I just love that song. So I've been singing that a lot in the shower recently so um that's that's the one for me currently that is my uh favorite song on that album oh so good i mean it's <laughs> it's, it's literally gone into my top three favorite of hers and it could even be number one which i know it's huge what is the best breakup song um what's the best breakup song uh well I always liked um what's that Beyonce one the best the best thing you never had I think that's a really good breakup song um I mean I don't know whether it's fully about a breakup or is it about like rejection but I quite like the lyrics that I'm a very lyrical person I, I like I like you know I like to read the lyrics and know exactly the meaning of the song so I would say that I mean I would probably say someone like you but I've already answered that um so that really I think is, is that but if I had to do another one I think it would be the uh Beyonce one excellent what is the song that whenever it comes on, it just absolutely has to be played at max volume? Oh, I would probably say Queen. I do like a bit of Queen. And I would probably say Don't Stop Me Now. That one I would blast. Excellent where, Especially where it's like, don't stop me, don't stop me. Don't, and like, it's like, oh, just blast it out. Yeah, that's, I'd say Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? Right. So I'm not really great with films, you know, I'm terrible with that. But what I would, um, the first that came to mind, <laughs> this is just like, these are the gayest dancers I'm giving, <laughs> but um, was uh, My Heart Will Go On, Celine nice. Dion Titanic. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the first to answer that. I just think it's, well, it's just, it's, I, there's, there's no commentary needed on it. It's My Heart Will Go On, Celine. I've seen her sing that live as well, and it was just oh, incredible. I believe, while you are not the first to answer that, I believe you're only the second person to oh. answer with My Heart Will Go On. So Okay. So from start to finish, then, what is the greatest film soundtrack? The greatest film soundtrack from start to finish. Um, see, again, I'm not very good with films. Um, and the first, like the ones that I love, I guess are musicals, but they're not ne necessarily soundtracks, I suppose. 
Um, or would they be classed as soundtracks if they were a musical? You know or what? Disney I'll allow films? it. You'll allow it. Okay. Allow it, yeah. um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, soundtrack wise. I'd probably go for something like Dirty Dancing. Um, again, another, but also like Romeo and Juliet, the soundtrack to that is stunning. I literally, I went recently to um, a screening of it, um, the Baz Luhrmann one in like this chapel and they had a kind of a gospel live choir that was that was singing you know kind of like kissing you by Desiree and stuff and um and I remember watching that being like that's an amazing soundtrack so uh let's go for Romeo and Juliet that's an excellent answer it absolutely is a fantastic soundtrack Mm. what television show has the best theme song Oh, um, I really like Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to day like I, I just like that one. Um, yeah, Family Guy. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna stop right there and, and say Family Guy. I mean, it, I, I do like Friends as well, but um, nah, Family Guy. You are the first person to ever answer Family Guy to this question. <laughs> Good, and probably the last. <laughs> What is the best song from a Disney film? Ah, I see. Well, hmm, I am going to try and be unbiased here because I love Aladdin and that's probably my favorite. And I do think A Whole New World, the duet is incredible. But I think the best song from a Disney film is Taylor's Oldest Time, Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Angela Lansbury, who apparently only did that in one take. I think it's that. It's a stunning song. And um, and yeah, I'm going to go with that. But there's so, I mean, there's so many close seconds. What is the song that whenever it comes on, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you're going to dance to this song? Proud Mary. Excellent. <laughs> That's it. I, I have no other commentary other than proud, <laughs> proud Mary. I, I could elaborate, but I don't think there's any need. I mean, well, actually, I mean, and that's a slow burner as well, because you've got like the commentary at the start where she's like, and then and then it's like, da, 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 and that's where it's like, if you're not if you're not up at that point, there's there's something seriously wrong. What is the song that means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The song itself could be shit, but more because of like the memories you have attached to it. Um, that means the most to me because of the memories. I would probably say um, another Ben Platt song. So Ben Platt really like the album really helped me. His his album he released an album called Sing to Me Instead. And um, that basically helped get me through a very toxic breakup. And there was a song on that that's not actually about love, uh, but it's called Older. And it's about uh, a guy that passes an old man in the street. And he's talking about basically when, when, when you're younger, you want to be older. And when you're older, you want to be younger essentially and you just rather than hoping all the time that you're either older or younger it's about living in the present or whatever 
Um, and that, because of, because it was going on, that was like a song in that album where it almost like, because a lot of that album was about love. So that one was more about hope and kind of uh, life itself and getting on with stuff. So I'm going to say that one because I just love that song. Um, but then there's also one called, I'm going to do a joint one. Is that allowed? Absolutely. So there's a song called What You Stole um, by a guy called Matt Doyle, another Broadway. I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a stagey queen. Um, and he's called Matt Doyle and he wrote this song called What You Stole. And that song has a real memory attached to it because it's basically about having a crush on someone. This was, and this was years ago when I lived in Manchester, I'd probably say now, oh God, about um, 10 years ago. And it was the first person I'd ever like fallen for, properly had a crush on. And this song, even to this day, reminds me of those memories. And then like the memories of just being in Manchester and carefree and thinking that the, you know, having a, a, a mere crush on one person was like the biggest thing in the world at the time. Um, so I'd say joint, joint second would be, uh, joint first would be uh, What You Stole by Matt Doyle. But I'm going to go just pip to the post with Older by Ben Platt. Nice. Um, so sort of off topic, uh, since, since you brought up Matt Doyle, um, mm. have, you, have you seen Private Romeo? No. Okay. It's, it's this independent, like this way off indie film that he did. Um, and it's, it's Romeo and Juliet with the original like text, but it's set, um, it's set in a military academy and it's two men oh. playing Romeo and Juliet. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, I'll check it out. Private Romeo. Yeah. It's on, I believe it's on Netflix. Mm, I mean, it does sound a little bit like a porno. But, it does. Um... <laughs> it does. <laughs> so I will check it out. <laughs> Um, yeah, private road. Yeah, I met Matt Doyle actually. I went to New York years ago and I went to this bar called, I think it's called like 54 Below or something, mm-hmm. Bar Below. And just it just so happened that that night that we arrived, he was doing a Christmas con like Christmas carol night where he just sang a load of gorgeous Christmas songs. And um and afterwards, I was like a little fangirl and I went up and I was like, hi, we're from the UK. And then he like looked at us as if we were such super fans that we had flown all the way from the UK just for him. And I then could like tell he was thinking, oh, wow. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're not here just for you. We are on holiday. Like I had to clarify because I was thinking he lo- he's looking at me like I'm some sort of like I'm going to stalk him and follow him home. Um, so it didn't really go to, it didn't go to plan, but I was like, anyway, I I love your music. Bye. (laughs) Oh dear. What song is the ultimate party anthem? Mm, The ultimate party anthem. I love Pink's cover of get this party started. So I'm going to say that. Excellent. Or actually, to be honest, Shirley Ballas. Uh, Shirley Ballas. She's like a judge on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> Shirley Bassey. The two very different. Uh, Shirley Bassey's um, version of it is is equally as 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 party esque. Yes, yes, it is. Who is the artist that makes the most appearances on your playlists? 
Oh, Adele. Also, I'm so sorry. I've just come back and I need to change an answer because I've just actually realized what the best breakup song is. And I can't believe I'm not mentioned. I can't believe it didn't come to me. It's Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive. Oh, like nice. that is the ultimate breakup <laughs> song. Um, but yeah, who who makes an appearance most on my playlist is Adele, like hundred percent. And it's a real struggle because I used to go out in um, in Manchester quite a lot when I lived there, and we used to go to this this uh, bar, well, this nightclubby type bar type place. And I knew the DJ there, and I always used to request Adele, and he would be like, "You are gonna clear the dance floor, like she." And, and so he would only ever play "Rolling in the Deep." or uh, send my love to your new lover because they were quite upbeat. And uh, then now and then, if it was the end of the night, he would play like a ballad (laughs) for me of Adele. But other than that, um, he (laughs) refused to do it. So um, yeah, it's Adele. So like whenever like we're at a party or whatever, I'm like, and people are like, anyone want music on? I'm like, Adele. And everyone's like, no, Lee, for God's sake, get off the piano. I'm like, okay. Who is an artist that is considered to be a one-hit wonder that you feel like should have been bigger? Uh, Rebecca Black. <laughs> I loved Rebecca Black. You know, Friday, yeah. Friday, gotta get... I actually loved that song. I remember when that first came out and I just was like, this is a this is a bop. Yeah, bring back Rebecca Black. I think she deserves a second chance. She has actually just put out a new album. Has she? I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, good for her. She deserves it. She needs to show those haters. She got a lot of hate back in the day. Yeah, she's. I I follow her on TikTok. She she is very much a good sport about the whole thing. Oh well, I guess you have to be. You either have to be a good sport, or you have to just go and hide and change your identity. And What is the song that reminds you of home? Um, what is the song? Well, I was thinking about this. I'm just going to go for a really random one, but um, I'm going to say Sing Hosanna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of being in, at school because I went to a Church of England school and it'd be like, give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. And it was just so, it's so boppy. I actually love like <laughs> assembly type hymns that we used to sing as well. But um, that that would remind me of home. Yeah. <laughs> sing Hosanna. <laughs> what is the greatest love song of all time? Oh, I think it's got to be I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Excellent choice. I think it's got to be that. And we've all tried to hit that note. And most of us have probably missed it. Oh, yeah. By like 10 miles. (laughs) What is the song that defined your generation? Ooh, um, it's probably Spice Girls. I guess it would probably be the Spice Girls. Um, I'm going to say "Wannabe," but any of the Spice Girls song, like they, they were, they were definitely my generation. Excellent. I, I have not so secretly been like freaking out about the the 25th anniversary of Spice World. Oh yeah, I know. I loved that film. I might watch that actually. Yeah. Maybe I should say that that's the best film film soundtrack. <laughs> 
in your opinion, what is the greatest song ever written? Greatest song ever written. Um, I know it's a bit cliche and I mean, it's long. I do think Bohemian Rhapsody is an incredibly well-written and amazing song um, by Queen. I'm going to say that. I mean, there there would be people who would be like, I, I think it's so Marmite with a lot of people, but I genuinely do think for some reason it works. And that suggests to me that that's art. Um, I always I, I always remember going to the Vatican Museum um, when I visited Rome and I was looking at all these paintings on the wall and one of them just really stood out to me. It was it was there were frescoes, actually. And I was listening to the audio book, the audio guide, and basically all the frescoes on the wall, apart from one of them, had been kind of done by a lot of Raphael's students. But there was this one in particular that I was staring at that I didn't know why it was amazing, but I just felt it was amazing. And, um, and they taught, they'd said that that was the only painting that Raphael had done purely himself. And I remember afterwards thinking, Oh God, so that's art. Like you can't always tell or understand and you don't necessarily even need to understand why it's amazing, but you just kind of know it is. And I feel a little bit like that with Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I don't know why it's, I think it's so good, but I just know it is, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. What is the one song that you could listen to over and over again and never get sick of? Um, I'd probably say Rolling in the Deep, <laughs> Adele. <laughs> Well, nice. oh, actually, no, I'm going to go for a different one because I've already mentioned that. I'd say When We Were Young by Adele. Oh, and nice. I can also play that on piano. Look at you. Thank you. <laughs> so this uh, next question tends to be the most controversial of the set. Oh. Um, people, people have very, very strong feelings about this. Um, so tell me... What is the greatest music video of all time? I mean, I'm very aware these answers are very gay. Um, (laughs) Maybe with apart from Bohemian Rhapsody, but I actually think and it's so simple, but I think it's Beyonce single ladies. I think the the dancing the co- and 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 it's an iconic video i'm gonna say that i bet there's more um and i bet i will leave here today being like beyonce single ladies why did i choose that like there's so much more but for the simplicity and the pure talent of it i'm gonna say that and to its credit it is the only music video that has had emojis made specifically for it oh well thank you i mean that says it all right Yep. <laughs> what is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? Um, oh, the greatest musical collaboration of all time. 
God, that is a tricky one. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I don't want to say the first one that came to mind was Britney and Madonna. I loved that when it was like, it's Britney. No, uh, me against the music. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say that I, I don't, I don't, I don't know though. I don't, the weird thing is, and this sounds awful, I don't care enough for music to, for that to be on my radar, the musical collaboration. Um, oh, actually, I'm going to change it. I think they're absolutely brilliant. Um, Lady Gaga and uh, Tony Bennett. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say them. When, uh, when you said you were going to change, I, I thought you were going to say uh, Lady Marmalade. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that is a close <laughs> second. I love that. I always want to be li- little Kim in that. I, I think we all do, honestly. I think we to all be, do. To be fair. <laughs> I think we all think we're little Kim and really we're just Maya. <laughs> yes, I agree. If you could have a song play anytime you enter a room, what would it be? I think it would be um, O oh, Fortuna. It's very dramatic. You know the one I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, imagine if that played every time you walked in a room. I could play it now, although you might not have the rise, but it's like <laughs> just very dramatic uh, entrance if I could play that. Or um, sometimes my my music, my, my entrance music would be, uh, you might not know her, she's an artist called Sunita. She's basically Simon Cowell's best friend. And she did a, a song called So Macho, You Gotta Be So Macho. And, and so maybe, maybe that as a bit of irony as I walk into a room. <laughs> but I think I'd get bored of that joke quite, quite soon. What is the song that no matter what kind of playlist you're making, no matter what kind of vibe you're going for, this song will always make an appearance. Um, <laughs> I think it would be no matter what, what. So, I mean, that's very difficult to say no matter what playlist, because what if it was like a funeral playlist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you don't want burn baby burn in there or anything like that. But um, I'd probably, I'd probably go with, I love a song called Ain't That Just The Way by Lutricia McNeil. Um, but I think I'd go um, Top Loader, Dancing in the Moonlight. Nice. Yeah. It's only the second time that that song has ever been mentioned on this show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. What is the best song for a road trip? Well, the, the, the Boomtown Rats when I was a child was our <laughs> was our road trip song. Um, it, uh, and even Lady Marmalade would be a good one because, you know, you if you've got four people in the car, you can delve that up. Spice Girls as well. You want like girl bands. You want you want um, or, or, or boy bands. I'd probably say the best song for a road trip would be. um Oh gosh. Uh, let's say, let's say Lady Marmalade. You can divide, you can, div- everyone wants to be Christina. You can divide that out. I'm going to say that. Excellent. What is, what is one song that you would give anything to see uh, played live? 
I'd love, I'd love to um, see live uh, Ness and Dorma. I have seen it sung live, but with Andrea Bocelli, I'd love to see sing live uh, Ness and Dorma. That would be brilliant. Yeah. Um, I I have a friend who is an opera singer who sang that live once, and it was just incredible. But um, yeah, I'd love to see that. So we have come to the final question. Mm. You are at the entrance of whatever kind of afterlifey type thing uh, that you believe in. And before they'll let you in, they are making a lovely gift basket. Um, there's muffins and some like brochures of various things that you can do in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are also making a mixtape of your life. Now, right. the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together today, what is the first song on that mixtape? I think it would be Believe by Cher. Excellent answer. Thank you. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think to get it going, it will be believe. Um, so first and foremost, thank you uh for taking time out of your day to talk to me about music for a little bit. Thanks um, so much. And if there is anything that you would like to plug, if you'd like to give the folks listening at home and all over the world uh, your social media handles so they can follow you, uh, I I would love for you to do that. Yeah, well, I I have a weekly podcast, actually, with my dear friend Lauren Machen Crane, um, which you can go and check out. It's called Fab Life with Lauren and Lee. We'll, We'll probably talk about this, actually um on on well i don't know when this episode will go out but uh, we'll definitely discuss this episode because basically we have a weekly one where we discuss everything and anything and often go off on tangents as you've probably noticed i can <laughs> i can go off on a lot of tangents um so that's called fab life with lauren and lee and it's available on all your uh podcast providers it's also on youtube as well we do it visual um and yeah if you want to follow me i'm at it's lee peart on all social media so you can go and check that out but there's a lot of me being drunk on instagram (laughs) and then deleting the story the next day so just be aware there's there's chaotic energy (laughs) as one does as one does yeah This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent. 